0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to See Shove It. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm about to tell you if the latest movies are worth seeing or if you should just shove it and do something else with your time. This week, a social outcast is on trial for murder in Where the Crawdads Sing, Oscar nominees Leslie Manville and Isabelle Upper, spar in Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, Former Congresswoman Gabby Giffords details her recovery from an assassination attempt in the documentary Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Sarah work together using their paws of fury. So let's get started. First up is the film adaptation of Delia Owens' massive hit novel, Where the Crawdads Sings. In spite of everything, trying to stomp it out, life persists. Way out yonder, where the crawdads sing, the marsh knows one thing above all else. Every creature does what it must to survive. The film tells the tale of Catherine Kaya Clark, played by Daisy Edgar-Jones, a talented artist who grew up in the 1950s living in the marshlands of North Carolina. Her life began as a struggle growing up in an abusive household, where she was eventually abandoned by her siblings, mother, and eventually, her abusive father. She was forced to live on her own, and she became a mysterious figure to the local townspeople. I thought it was similar to how Boo Radley was in the classic novel To Kill a Mockingbird. She learns how to survive on her own and becomes friends with Tate Walker, portrayed by Taylor John Smith, and he teaches her how to read and write. The two eventually become romantic until he leaves for college, leaving her behind and brokenhearted. She later develops a relationship with local quarterback Chase Andrews, played by Harris Dixon, who is shown at the beginning of the film as having been found dead, and Kaya is the prime suspect, and now she is on trial for his murder. I give this movie a mild shove-it. I say it's a mild shove-it because I'm sure the film is enjoyable to the millions of people who have read the book. I'm just not one of those people, so I went in blind to what the story was about. And listen, it's not a bad movie and certainly won't be on my list of the worst of the year, later on this year, but I just felt that the tone of the movie felt more like a Lifetime movie or a mid-tier Netflix film rather than a theatrical release. The production quality was average, although the North Carolina Marshlands, actually filmed in New Orleans, were gorgeous to look at. And um, But Edgar Jones made what I thought was an odd choice, which was to not have a regional accent like the other actors. And Frankly, for a girl who was being raised in isolation in a marshland, she was unusually clean and kempt Another thing that I found to be distracting was during the courtroom scenes. Every time there was a new piece of evidence or cross-examination happened, the courtroom would gasp in shock. <gasps> oh! Every. Single. Time. Um, This film was produced by Oscar winner Reese Witherspoon, and like I said, it wasn't horrible, but I do think the appeal really is to those who have the connection with the book. If you haven't read the book, you may not enjoy it. Next up is the Cinderella story for mature people, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, starring Oscar nominees Leslie Manville and Isabelle Huppert. Dear, I'm after a frock, one of them five hundred pound ones. You have the wrong dress. Please let me escort you out. No, no, no! Hang on a minute. I saved every penny scrubbing floors so I can buy this frock. Excuse me, but it would be my honour to have you view the collection as my guest. Based on Paul Gallico's 1958 novel, Mrs. Harris, played by Manville, is an aging housekeeper in the early 1950s who learns that her husband has died in the war. Privately devastated, she continues to provide her cleaning services to her clients who seemingly take advantage of her good-natured spirit on a regular basis. One day, a client shows her a custom Christian Dior dress that gives Mrs. Harris a twinkle in her eye and a dream in her head. She becomes determined to save all of her money and go to Paris to buy one for herself so she can feel like a princess for once. Eventually, she saves the money and and makes her way to Paris, only to find a chilly reception from Dior's head manager, Claudine, played deliciously by Huppert. Claudine is determined to shuffle Mrs. Harris out of the store, but when a regular client invites Mrs. Harris to join him at the fashion show, she gets her chance to find her perfect dress. When she discovers that each dress is custom-made for each client, Mrs. Harris must extend her stay in Paris, and is helped by the Dior accountant, Andre, played by Lucas Bravo, and the fashion house's top model, Natasha, played by Alba Baptista. I give this film a... See it! Manville is note-perfect in this role. She is charming, lovable, and can break your heart with just a facial expression. It's actually a shame that this was released so early in the year, otherwise I think she would be a contender for an Oscar. I just think the film is a bit too small to be remembered once award season starts up in November. The story, while it is predictable, you know how it's going to end, is so heartwarming that you can't help but leave with a smile on your face. In fact, I saw this right after seeing another film that I'll be reviewing next week, and throughout both of them, I felt myself just smiling with glee, If you're looking for a feel-good movie, this is a good one. On January 8, 2011, Arizona Congresswoman Gabby Giffords was holding an open forum for her constituents outside a Safeway market when a deranged man attempted to assassinate her, killing six including a child and prominent judge and injuring 18 others. The documentary Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down follows the Congresswoman through the early days following the shooting, all through her recovery. Your uh, fiancé, Mark Kelly, who is who? Um, he's an astronaut. I was the commander of Space Shuttle Endeavor at the time. Gabby knew the risk involved. Turns out she had the risky job. Congresswoman Difference was the target of the mass shooting. I have just come from the University Medical Center, where our friend Gabby courageously fights to recover. The film shows how Giffords was shot in the head and how doctors had to remove a piece of her skull in order to save her life. The bullet went through the part of the brain that controls expressive language. We see Gabby as she suffers through learning to talk again. In one scene, instead of saying the words her therapist wants to hear, her brain just repeatedly only allows her to say the word chicken. It is a frustrating path to recovery for her and her family, including her husband, former astronaut, and now Arizona Senator, Mark Kelly. I give this film a... See it! (laughs) This film is a testament to the strength of Giffords as it shows how she overcame the situation to become one of the United States' leaders on gun safety reform. But don't mistake her as being anti-gun. The film shows that she is a gun owner herself who is advocating for common-sense gun reform. This is a film that is both inspiring and difficult to watch, especially during the footage of the weeks and months following the shooting. It shows how this one event changed the lives of not only Gifford's family —she was scheduled to start IVF treatments just days after the shooting— but also the families of those who were killed in her audience. And honestly, with our country dealing with mass shootings on a seemingly daily basis, this is an important film at an important time. Our last featured film this week is the animated tale Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Sarah. Everybody always picked on me. I thought if I could be a samurai... It would change everything. Sounds like you need a mentor. Perhaps a once great samurai who has fallen on hard times and maybe could use some help himself. But where can I find one? What? Oh, get out of here! Who even made that? It's you! Don't believe everything you read. The film opens in a country inspired by Japan that is almost entirely filled with cats. Ika Chu... Voiced by the hilarious Ricky Gervais, is a high ranking official who is drunk on power and wants to take control of more land. But the poor village next to him, Kakamucho, presents a problem for his goals. So, he sends a gang of thugs and their leader, Oga, voiced by George Takei, to rid the town of its inhabitants before wiping out the village with his giant jade toilet. The residents demand that Shogun, voiced by the great Mel Brooks, appoint a new samurai to protect their village. In an attempt to foil this plan, Ikachu appoints a dog prisoner, Hank, as the next samurai. Hank, voiced by Michael Sarah of Arrested Development fame, receives a very hostile welcome from the cats, who are offended that a dog has been selected as their next warrior. He is then paired up with another samurai, Jimbo, voiced by Samuel L. Jackson, who acts as a reluctant mentor to the dog. I give this film a... Shove it. I'm pretty picky when it comes to children's films. I find them to often cater to the lowest common denominator, or they just have standard characters that are not that interesting. This one is no different, as evidenced by the scene involving incessant farting. I suppose I should be grateful there wasn't a scene with incessant vomiting. Another trope that animated films like to show. Trust me, I am an elementary school teacher in my day job. Kids find anything funny. There's no need to spend five minutes showing farting cats, okay? The voice work was all decent, especially Jackson and Brooks, but the storyline was just not interesting enough to capture my attention or interest. Young kids may like this, but I don't think older ones will. Take them to see Minions instead. That's it for this week's featured films. To recap, Where the Crawdads Sing is in theaters now and is a mild shove-it. Go see it if you read the book. You'll probably like it. If you didn't read the book, don't bother. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris is in theaters now and is a see-it. Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down is in theaters now and is a see-it. And Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank is in theaters now and is a shove-it. Additionally, it's time for my lightning round reviews of some additional movies in my segment called Quick Picks. There are some films from late last year and earlier this year that are now available on streaming. House of Gucci, starring Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, is campy fun as long as your expectations are not too high and I thought it was a see-it. It It is streaming on Prime Video. The Spooky, The Cursed, is a slow-burn horror film that is a mild see-it. It It is streaming on Hulu. The Oscar-nominated Norwegian film, The Worst Person in the World, is terrific and is a see-it. It It is also streaming on Hulu. And the melodramatic Redeeming Love is a shove-it, and it is streaming on Prime Video. Alrighty, that's it for this week. Binge It or Sing It is still on hiatus and will return in August with a whole new slate of shows. A programming note, moving forward, See It or Shove It will be released on Wednesdays. I'll soon be returning to my day job of teaching, and once school starts, I'll need a few extra days to create the podcast each week. So look for that if you need a midweek pick-me-up. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I am very grateful. Support your local theaters by going to see some of the movies I've reviewed, and while you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV-loving friends and family in person and on social media. I appreciate all of your support. On deck for next week, Oscar-winning director Jordan Peele returns to theaters with his latest thriller, Nope, and Jenny Slate brings her YouTube series to the big screen in Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Follow me on Instagram at Rooster's dad, seventy-three, and rate me wherever you get your podcast, and I'll see you later, alligator. This episode of See It or Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida, and is produced by Gregory G Productions. Music by Mysterial Music. All rights reserved.